Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. So flippin' excited for today. I have an amazing guest with me. Not only is she an amazing guest, she's an amazing powerhouse woman. She is a friend. She's actually a past client I used to style for many years. I have the amazing Ariane Celeste, who's a self-made young Latina entrepreneur, internationally recognized model, established singer, and popular television personality. Her exotic beauty, fluent in Spanish, and passionate about fitness, health, beauty, and fashion. She's one of the most sought-after talents in the modeling world, no big deal. Been featured in Maxim, Sports Illustrated, Celeste has worked with global brands all around the world, just to name a few, Fashion Nova, Guess, Urban Decay, BB, and many other top names in fashion and fitness. She was born and raised in Las Vegas, and Celeste began modeling at just four months old. The girl had it ready from the beginning, excelling in a variety of sports. Her early experiences with cheer, dance, and gymnastics ignited a lifelong passion for fitness and health. After earning a degree in fitness management and nutrition from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, Celeste made her television debut as an octagon girl, becoming one of the most consistent UFC personalities on television and traveling the world as a spokesperson for the brand. With a natural talent for the audience engagement, she went on to host popular shows such as UFC's Ultimate Insider, Velocities, Overhauling, MTV's Guy Code, all while building her own unique brand. Today, she is also the founder of a subscription gifting service called Girlfriend Box. The Girlfriend Box was originated out of Celeste's personal experience, helping male fans figure out just what they should gift their significant others. Girlfriend Box takes the guesswork and stress out of special occasions. Celeste used her influence as well to help raise funds for causes near and dear to her heart, such as serving underprivileged Filipino youth, supporting those affected by natural disasters, and the fostering and adoption of animals. She also recently started GoFundMe to help provide medical masks and PPE shields to nurses on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic, and she raised 5K in just one month. So, like, clearly, like I said, she's a boss. She's amazing. She's a friend of mine. Ariani, welcome to my show. Thank you so much for the long and <laughs> introduction. <laughs> hey, girl, this is all you. I mean, I, I was I was reading it. And I'm like, damn, I knew I knew a lot about you, but I was like, wow. And the four months old modeling, I just love that. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, I think that happened by chance. Just my mom was out with me, and someone someone went up to her and was like, oh, do you want your daughter to do a car uh, a car seat commercial? And I'm oh my like, god, I love well, it. Well, yeah. yeah. So, That's amazing. I didn't start back up until I was like 16, but yeah. But <laughs> you had it in you. It was star quality. So amazing. I'm so excited to have you on my show today. Obviously, we've known each other for like, what, almost like a decade now? Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. I lost track. Mom brain, baby brain, but something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean... Um, and I've, you know, styled you for countless amazing red carpets that you've gotten, you know, best dressed on. I've, we've had a bunch of our own magazine publications where you've had your outfits talked about. I've worked on several of your amazing calendars that you do. I mean, it's, it's been a wild ride and I'm so excited to have you on my show today and have you talk all like health and fitness and tell us about Girlfriend Box and everything else going on with you. So before we do, why don't you just tell people like just kind of a little bit about what you know you've been up to lately especially with the pandemic obviously for the most part everyone's home and quarantined like kind of share what you know ariani's been doing um you know besides raising amazing money for COVID 19 like what you've been up to how you've been you know i know you've still been active i've seen you've been doing lives to keep yourself and your body in shape like tell us what's been up yeah so i mean the pandemic hit and 
it was at first it was like very scary to me i was like freaking out that there wasn't toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) but that was just the beginning and then i realized okay things are not going to get better anytime soon so i have to figure out some way to stay healthy both mind and body and it actually just kind of fell in my lap to start a 21 day meditation challenge with my girlfriends um it was like a group of like 20 girls and this was a deepak chopra um 21 day meditation uh challenge so every day after our meditation um we have to we had to check in and basically say okay our task is done and it was like a 10 minute task with like a 15 minute meditation and i've always been big on meditation but i never like really pushed myself to do it every single day and this really opened my eyes to like how powerful meditation is and this kind of i think this kind of just made the quarantine easier for me um more more pleasant because I just noticed every time that I meditated, it just completely changed my day. So that's kind of how I started with like positive energy because like every, like most people, I was, I was a little bit panicked. I was watching, what's that one movie on, on Netflix everybody watched um, right when the pandemic hit? Oh, I, 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 uh, The Contagion? Yeah, The Contagion. Yeah. I watched that. I'm like... <laughs> now there's no groceries like what's going on but um this meditation challenge was kind of a blessing in disguise so it kind of set set the tone for the rest of my time and i'm super active so again i was like freaking out there's no gyms what do i do so i just started um checking out different trainers that i love like i love going to classes and that's how i stay fit so I just went to all these different studios, found my favorite studios and my favorite classes and realized that they were doing live classes. So I started to join those and I really love them because most of them are only 30 minutes and they're still just as um, intense. And it kind of gives you like the push to be like, okay, she's going live at 12. I have to be there at 12. Like I can't, I can't sleep in. I can't stay in my PJs all day. I have to get up, <laughs> take a shower, you know, get ready for this workout. So that's kind of the, the way that I've been um, handling the whole uh, quarantine. It was definitely stressful, but I think um, working out and meditating definitely helped me. And then I also, on top of that, was working on Girlfriend Box, which has taken up a lot of my time just um, everything from the website to picking out the merchandise to checking out different influencers that we could use for marketing. And um, that, I love working. I'm like a workah- workaholic. So <laughs> yeah, that definitely we share that in common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kept, that kept me really sane. And it's a project that I really believe in and really love. So I'm excited for the relaunch. Yeah, that's amazing. And I did it all while 
while in quarantine. <laughs> I was going to say, it's amazing that you're relaunching in quarantine. I think it's so interesting that so many people have used this time to like change their businesses or start something new or like get into something they would have never gotten into before. And then some people are using it just for healing and are just like straight up meditating. Like it's so interesting to me to see how different people individually are choosing to use this time in the pandemic. And I think there's like no right answer, right? It's like, like what you said, like what's helping you is, you know, the working out and the meditation for someone else. Maybe it's just like full blown working. Like, you know, it's like, it's very interesting to see how everyone is kind of doing things like differently. Like same with me, like my podcast, I couldn't have in-person guests anymore. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to record remote, but I've now gotten to have like so many amazing friends and public figures and celebs on that I wouldn't have because they would have been busy with their schedules, but because they're home, I've been able to get them on my show. You know, so it's like, yeah. it, it's interesting how everyone's kind of switched to shift to this time. And with Girlfriend Box, so like you've been working on Girlfriend Box for a long time now. And now you guys are, you know, you said are relaunching, which is so exciting. What can we expect and like, what can we be excited about with the Girlfriend relaunch and like what it's all about? So the Girlfriend Box relaunch, it's like, it's like my little baby. You know, I started the company maybe two and a half years ago and it's changed so much within that time. And everything is a learning process. I, I feel like I was trying to do too much um, and it complicated a lot of things. So right now um, it is a personalized jewelry gift box that a man and obviously a woman but we're kind of gearing towards guys because we know all guys need help um, yes, sometimes. <laughs> so we want to make sure that the, the special girl in their lives gets gifts that she actually loves and will use. Um, and whereas before I was doing everything from beauty to fashion to makeup and making these gift boxes and it was very, very personalized but it was also very complicated because we didn't have like a warehouse or anything. I was actually at some point like packing hundreds of boxes and I'm like, okay, it ha there has to be an easier way. So I found a great partner that does really high quality jewelry pieces. These are gold and silver plated. So they're not going to rust. They're not going to mess up. Um, if you have sensitive skin, it, it works perfectly. I have really sensitive skin. So, um, and anyways, they can go in and they could say whether the girl is boho, classic, or edgy. And we have our little different categories of jewelry. And then you can choose either one month every month or five times a year. And I really like the five times a year because you can go in and you can say like her birthday, your anniversary. It obviously will put in Christmas or whatever you celebrate and Valentine's Day, or you can change the dates completely but it's five times a year i think getting a jewelry box like every month is great but i think five times a year would be even cooler just because it makes it more special yeah yeah that's so, so exciting and i remember like when you were doing i do remember actually i think you put on your stories you were packing the boxes yourself and you were stuffing them and you were like really like blood sweat and tears into your you know into your brand and into your project but i mean i think that you know going back to like we were saying about you being an entrepreneur you know, I think that's a really good message to share for people that are listening, because I think a lot of times people look at someone like yourself and they see the success and they see like all the things you've done. They're like, oh my God, you know, she's a big deal and she's been here and she's been there, but they don't realize that like, you'll still get your hands dirty. Like if you need to still get 
heavily involved, like you will, and like it meant packing your boxes to get your products out, then that's what you were doing. And like, even with this, like, you're not just handing it off. Like you just said, it's your baby. You're still doing the marketing. You're still going to push it out there. You're still going to oversee everything. You're still going to pick and curate everything. So I think that's really cool to share because I just think that a lot of times with celebs and public figures, people look and they're like, oh, everything just handed to them. And it's like, no, you worked your ass off to get to where you are. Yeah, 1000%. I mean, even with the TV hosting that I did, the, the television show, it took me five years to actually land a, a, an on TV gig. I went to audition after audition, and I was on The Ultimate Insider, which was a web show. So I got all of my experience by doing, you know, online TV show. And then with that, you know, I became more and more comfortable with myself and being on camera. Then obviously, like after five years of auditioning, I finally got something on TV and that was like a huge accomplishment. So it's yeah. definitely, you know, it's definitely possible if you want it and you're willing to put in the work. I don't, I wasn't the, the lucky ones where everything was handed to me, but <laughs> I, I definitely love, love the journey that I've been on. It's been great. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like, I love that you shared that, like you did the web shows and then, you know, that led you to like a big, you know, uh, TV appearance. So was that overhauling when I was styling you for some of that stuff? Was that the show? Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's a great message because I think a lot of times when people want to be entrepreneurs or, you know, especially nowadays, they see people on social media and again, everything looks like instant and they want instant gratification. It's like, it takes so much to be an entrepreneur and to, to build a brand and to do everything that like you've done. Like what advice would you have for someone who's listening that like wants to be, you know, the uh, entrepreneur and they want to be a self-starter and they're looking at someone like you and going like, Oh my gosh, look at all the things she did. Like, where do they start? Like what, like what's the advice you'd give them? I would say, um, I think a lot of times people get they want to have everything lined up perfectly in the beginning because they have like this huge idea and it's going to be so perfect and blah, blah blah you just have to be my advice is to be be lenient and take a chance um for instance i i got the url uh for the website the day that i had the idea i was cleaning out my closet I had a bunch of clothes with tags still on it. And all these guys were DMing me saying, Hey, can you save that dress for my girlfriend? She'll love it. Put it in a box and send it. And I'll, I'll Venmo you or I'll pay PayPal you. And I'm like, okay, I have something here. Um, because there's so many subscription boxes out there, but nothing that's really aimed for guys to give to the, their girls. So like I said, that night I got the URL. I started working on the LLC. Obviously those, two things are important there. It's, it's your brand. So, and then, you know, like two and a half years later, the, the brand has changed a lot, everything from the logo to the website to everything, but it's, it's okay to take a chance. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to learn and see what works best for you. Um, obviously you want to be putting out good products, um, quality products. Um, but yeah, I would just say, don't try to plan every single little detail out. Um, take, it, take a chance. Yeah. I love that. And I didn't know that. That's so cool. So like you literally were just cleaning out your closet and it came to you because of the feedback you were getting. Yeah. That's so awesome. I obviously wanted to, to have some sort of business to fall back on 
that I could do from home or from anywhere um, that ha didn't have anything to do with my looks or my bikini or whatever, you know, <laughs> I, I've, I've banked on that for a long time, but I always wanted my own business and this, it just came to me naturally by just fooling around on Instagram stories. That's amazing. I love it. That is, you have to see, like, I think that's such a cool story to share because again, like you took a risk, you know, like you said, you, you didn't like just go full throttle. You got the LLC, you did the actual work to like have the name. And then over time you built the business. And now, like you said, now you're in a relaunch and you're like relaunching it and doing a whole new rebranding with it. So again, it just shows like there's so many pieces to, you know, one project and that's only one product of yours. Like, and you have so many other things that you do between like modeling and UFC and you know, all that. So I just think like, it's a good message for people that are feeling maybe discouraged or especially during this time, want to start something new. Like you said, like take a risk and like go for it. Yeah, for sure. 1000%. Well, and so speaking of like risks and things being different and things changing and everyone's lives shifting, I know you have had a big shift in uh, the last uh, few months and um, I'm going to let you share with us what that is. Okay, so my big shift and the most amazing thing I've experienced thus far in my in my 30s is I am six months pregnant at the moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, so, so excited. So exciting. My first baby and I mean I couldn't be happier. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was super freaked out in the beginning. Um everything from work came to mind like oh my gosh like my life is going to change completely like how will my fans ufc everybody you know react to this um am i ready to be a mom am i you know like all these fears like right away but then yeah but then after just like settling and and just really like i had to meditate a lot and just like calm myself down and then just knowing it, I think, I think the real, the real moment that really changed everything for me was when I heard my baby's heartbeat and I was just like, Oh my God, it was so crazy. And I like was in tears just thinking about the baby and, uh, it's just been such a journey and it's been, I'm, I'm honestly super blessed and thankful for this quarantine because it's for me, it's just been so peaceful to just be at home be with my boyfriend and like not have a care in the world like really spend like quality time together and enjoy every moment of this pregnancy yeah i love well congratulations i've been dying to like like say congrats like publicly because obviously i've, I've known for a moment and i'm so excited for you and this next chapter i mean you know how passionate i am about obviously motherhood and being, you know, a new mom of two myself. And I just think like, not only are you going to be an amazing mom, but you're just going to like, you're just going to rock this next chapter. Like you're, you're, you're just like, you're going to be so in love and you're going to be so like amazed at how much you can do. Like, I, I swear after you give birth, you're like, I can freaking do anything. Like you think you're empowered in your career and then you have a baby and you're like, damn, you know, like, it's like, yeah. it's a whole new shift. Like you just all of a sudden are like, wow. I literally can do anything, maybe not everything all at once. Cause like motherhood's crazy, but like I can do anything. And I think like, that's just 
it's just such an amazing feeling. Anyone you talk to who's had a baby at some point in their life, like has felt that in their next chapter, um, you know, of becoming a mom and realizing how empowered and strong they are. And I think it's going to be amazing for your community to see how many women that you inspire from them seeing, you know, you being pregnant during a pandemic and, you know, giving birth, you know, during this time and sharing your journey because you've shared so much of your journey thus far. I think it's going to be really cool to see how you inspire people, you know, into this new place. Thank you. I'm super excited. Um, I just see it, like you said, it's a, it's a different chapter in my life and I'm embracing it completely. And I think it's so beautiful. I'm like, I'm that girl that's just like, I, I'm, I'm happy being pregnant. Like I feel the baby kicking and I'm just like, oh, I, I'm just so happy. <laughs> you know, I right? <laughs> the yeah. flowers are the best, isn't it great? So when, okay, so the first time you felt your baby kick, were you just like, holy crap, was that them? Like, were you just like, like, what was your react? Do you remember your reaction and like where you were, like anything like that? Like when you first, obviously you heard the heartbeat at like the doctors and all that. And that's amazing. But like, once you were like home or you're out or whatever you were doing, like, do you remember those first flutters and like what you felt? Yeah, I remember. And I, I was like confused. I'm like, do I have heartburn or do I, like, <laughs> what's going on? Um, and I just, I mean, I went online immediately and was like, what does it feel like for a baby to kick in? <laughs> There's so many different feelings that it feels like um, for different women, but I was just enamored. I'm just so, I'm already so in love with this baby and I just, I can't wait to meet them when they come and uh, just be, just fully embrace the whole motherhood. I think it, it just shows how much of a goddess that women really are, like, I have so much respect for my mom now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you give birth. Your your respect level will go up even more. <laughs> yeah. Now I know what she means when she's like, I birthed you. Right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> exactly. You know, same thing. I said the same to my mom. I'm, I'm like, oh my God, mom, Like I bow down to you now. Like I had no idea. And then when you actually have them and you're like, actually, you know, a mom, now me, obviously mom of two, I'm like, oh my God, like my mom had three, like this is insane. You know, like it's like you really have a new appreciation for your mom and like everything that they do and anyone around you that's a mother, you're like, wow, you like, and you had all these other things going on in your life. Like, whoa, you know, it's like, it's true. Like you are, women are such goddesses and, and it's so empowering to get to see, you know, what, what everyone can do and, you know, thrive and have their children and be, you know, wonderful moms too. So I'm just like beyond excited for you. So I want to know if you can share, how did you find out you were pregnant? Like, how did this all kind of like happen? Like, what can you share with us? Okay. Um, so I found out it was actually the day that Kobe passed. I was super emotional, which wow. you know, I, I mean, I like Kobe, but I don't know Kobe and I don't, you know, I don't watch sports. So I, I was just overly emotional. I was talking to my mother and she's like, you know what, maybe you should take a pregnancy test. And I'm like, you know, maybe you're right. I will <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for my period. Um, and it was, I didn't even notice that it was late because I'm usually not late. So I took the pregnancy test and, and, and sure enough, it was, um, it was positive. So did you believe it? Like, did you get another test or did you just believe the one you took or? I, I had two tests and I was okay. like, okay, I'm going to take another one in the morning and like, make sure. 
but uh yeah the next morning it was the same so I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> okay this is real this is really happening and then were you with were you were you with your man when you found out or did you tell him or Oh, I called him right away. He was in the middle of work. It was like the worst timing, but I was like, okay, so <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, this is what happened. I'm pregnant. And uh, he's like, okay, well, we, I can't really talk about it right now. But, we'll talk <laughs> each other. but he's been amazing, super supportive. Like he, I mean, everything from like helping me keep the house clean. Cause obviously we're, we're in the house all, all the time. Of course. Now. It's like helping me keep tidy. He's like cooking for me. We're, we're playing the baby like music and, and different like meditation vibrations. I love that. And you know what? Your baby will recognize. I swear we played stuff for Amelia like crazy. And when they're out of your womb and they're earth side, when you play it again, you'll see their eyes like open up or you'll see them track it. Like they remember. It is so cool. So it's so good that you're playing music and like meditation. Yeah, I'm so excited to meet this little baby. Oh, it's so cute. Well, how has, so like, okay, so you're six months pregnant. This is so exciting. Like the, like the world, the world now knows you're pregnant. So how do you, how do you feel? Cause you've been like so private with like your man and like, you know, your mom, like your close friends, like about this pregnancy. Now the world knows like, like, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about, you know, sharing it? How has this pregnancy been like share with us all the details? Okay, so I feel really, really great about being able to share this next chapter. I definitely was nervous at first, but to be honest, UFC was the first uh, company because I, you know, I have deals and sponsorships and stuff with a bunch of people, but UFC is like my main thing and it's been my, excuse me, sorry. Those are your fur babies. (laughs) Yeah, my, my fur babies. So I told, I told them and I told Dana like right away when I knew just cause you know, I've, I've been with the company for so long. They're like my yeah. second family. So, so I told them right away, he's super supportive, like saying like, obviously like I can come back whenever and I'm family and blah, blah. So I feel really supported in, in that space. Um, as far as, you know, social media, I was nervous because, you know, you're going from this, uh, you know, bikini babe to motherhood. It's like, okay, are these people going to accept me? Is it going to hurt my, my, my business and blah, blah. Like, but honestly that feeling stayed, I want, I want to say for like five minutes to be honest. Cause I was like, you know what, this is something I've waited for my entire life. Um, it's a new chapter. It's a beautiful chapter. It's something amazing to experience and I, and it makes me genuinely happy. So if people want to see me genuinely happy, then they'll support me. So, um, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Um, as far as pregnancy goes, I've, like I said, I'm that, I'm that girl. I'm like, I love being pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) I love it because I was the same way. Like you remember, like I was like, when I told you I was pregnant with Amelia, like I was like so happy and I was just like, I love feeling every kick. I love my bump. Like I I loved it. So I I totally get it. Like I know there's some people who like are listening and are like, oh my God, I hate being pregnant. But like, I love being pregnant both times. So I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah, So, so I, I've just tried to stay as, as positive as possible through these times and, you know, stay active there's definitely been some 
pains from growing that I didn't expect. Um, <laughs> as far as nausea goes, I, I, I want to say I was nauseous like a handful of times. So it's, it's been pretty pleasant. Um, the most unpleasant thing is just like the hip, the hips opening and, and expanding. Yeah. The pelvic, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's intense for like a lot of people, especially like yourself. Cause you're petite. It's like your body's really like making room for babe. So it's like, you're just like feeling all that expansion, all that pressure. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a little intense, but lucky you on the nausea because there's so many people listening right now that are cursing you going, Oh my God, I was sick the whole time. Cause I was sick for like 20 weeks with Amelia and I was sick for 18 and a half weeks with Arlie. Like I didn't get a break. Like I was just first trimester to middle of second trimester, like just sick. Damn. Yeah. Well, I feel lucky. <laughs> Who knows what the rest of my pregnancy will be like. I, I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. Um, I'm staying really positive um, just with my meditations and working out and stretching and prenatal yoga really helps. Um, so it's, it's been great so far. That's so exciting. Do you feel like, um, from doing like the prenatal yoga and like your different workouts, like they're really helping you and helping your body? Yeah. I mean, not just physically, but mentally, I think my first trimester, um, the biggest thing was I was so exhausted that I, and it was just the beginning of the quarantine too. So those feelings of like being a little bit depressed, press and not being able to like have energy. I was in bed a lot of the time and that really got to me um, mentally because I'm literally like, I'm, I'm a go, go, go. And I'm always working out. So that I, I had to check myself and just realize like, Hey, I'm growing a human yeah. and it's okay to, to take days off and it's okay to be tired and this will pass. And, and it was almost like right at 14, 15 weeks. I got my energy back and I was like, all right, I'm right back in it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, no, but it's true. And good for you for checking yourself because I think, and I, and I'm guilty of this too. It's like, it's really hard to remind yourself like, Hey, I'm growing a human. Like my baby's literally growing an eyeball today or, you know, growing a leg or whatever it may be. And it's like, you forget because you're still doing everything, you know? So when you're not feeling good or your body's feeling tired, you have to like check in with yourself and be like, okay, baby needs me to rest. I need to rest, but it's hard, especially for like women like us who are always on the go and workaholics to like check yourself. So good for you for being able to do that. Because I feel like that's a huge part that I've learned in motherhood is like that surrender and like checking in with yourself. Yes. 1000%. <laughs> well, and for the prenatal yoga, what how, are you using any specific like type that you're loving that like, you'd want to share or like any type of exercises or certain person that like you're getting guidance from or anything like that? I honestly, I just looked up YouTube um, videos. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I streamed them on my TV. There's different ones. Like, I, I would say I'm more advanced. So the slower yoga for me, it kind of, like, puts me to sleep. So I, I <laughs> um, yeah, I, I looked up advanced prenatal yoga. And it helps so much with, like, the pelvic pain and stuff. Um, I, I saw immediately, like, the next day, like, my pain was, like, 50% or less. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing. With yeah. That's amazing. Well, and now, so you're six months now. So like, um, like, do you, like, do you feel like your body feels like totally different? Like, are you really aware now that like 
you're pregnant and like your baby's coming in a few months. Like, like how has it been from going from like the beginning of what pregnancy was to like where you are now? Oh yeah, definitely. Things are so much different now. I think, I think there was points in, in my pregnancy where like, I forgot I was pregnant. I was like, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be doing this. Okay. Um, but now it's like my, my belly is growing and I feel the kicks constantly. Like last night I was having a hard time sleeping because I, I think I felt for the first time, um, the, when they get in your ribs. Oh yeah. Welcome to that. Uh Uh-huh. What is going on? Like I need to be sleeping right now. Um, but I was, but I was up and, uh, I, I, Oh, the other thing is like, I feel like I'm waddling now, (laughs) (laughs) which is, funny like especially to my man he loves to point it out oh i'm sure yeah the waddle the waddle always comes that's that's, that's a good time yeah justin went, went like at the end for me since you know arlie took so long to come like i was walking every day with him around our neighborhood and he's like you're literally waddling and i'm like i can't help it like i just couldn't move it was just like a waddle like <laughs> you're just like this is how i walk now yeah no that's that, that's hilarious yeah the ribs um unfortunately most babies like to get up in your ribs and it is so uncomfortable when when both girls did it to me i was like oh my god i can't breathe i would t- turn to justin bed and be like, i can't breathe i can't breathe i'm suffocating i can't breathe he's like okay okay like it's okay and i'm like I can't breathe. <laughs> you know it's like so intense like because they're up there like they're growing and they're pushing up on you and they're literally like moving your organs and like pushing up in your ribs and you're like oh my god what is that and for the first time when you experience that you're like um what what is this I'm feeling like you like you don't realize they take over like they really do take over our bodies yeah so I think I experienced a little bit of that last night okay well hopefully little babe gives you a reprieve and doesn't do that too much Amelia was in my ribs like literally from like six months to the end I was like could you get out of my ribs please Oh no. <laughs> yeah. It was like she just didn't but hey, it kinda makes sense because since I had so much trouble, you know, getting her down the birth canal and everything else, it kinda makes sense. Like, hey, she was just showing up high. Because when I look at pictures of like me pregnant with Amelia versus Arlie, like my belly was so much lower with Arlie. Like Arlie never got in my real my ribs, like only once. Like it's so it's so interesting how, you know, different for me, like obviously having two babies, like it you can compare the pregnancies. So I'm yeah. sure, you know, I'm I'm sure little babe will, you know, get out of your ribs at some point as they move down. I feel like because you're so active too, like they say a lot of times when someone's active, like the baby moves down faster, like they get more engaged because like you're moving your body. Whereas like, let's be real. I've gone to workout classes with you before the pandemic and you'd be like kissing your pants because I'd be like in the corner, like, Ariani, I can't, I can't. You remember that time. <laughs> you remember that you invited me to like something and I like totally embarrassed you because everyone's there like working out. I'm like, I did like 10 minutes and I'm like, I can't keep up. I'm going to sit in the corner. I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm intense. I like, I like everything intense. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew you were intense, but I had an experience like that level of intensity with you and in working out. And I was like, oh my God, like I could do little things, but this is like beyond. So I'm sure your little babe will be like more than good to go when it comes to like labor for you and everything. I feel like you're going to have an easy time because just you're so fit. I feel like your body's just going to like get it and do it. Whereas like me, like I had to really work on it this time around with like Arlie and be more fit and be more aware of my body and just like, I don't know, be better about all that. Whereas like for you, that's just like built in you. Like you, like that's who you are. Let's hope so. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Um, that's <laughs> 
<laughs> are you, um, so, okay. So you're six months pregnant. So like, where are you as far as, you know, with like, not want to say planning, but like, do you have things in mind as far as like, you know, uh, I don't want to say birth plan because I don't know with Amelia, you never plan, you have strategies, your preferences, a plan goes out the window, but you know, like, do you have things that are important to you? Have you kind of figured out like, you know, do you want to have, you know, a certain doctor? Do you want to have a doula? Do you have a midwife? Like, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. So I have spoke to a doula, but because of the, you know, what's going on right now, I don't even think they're allowed to be in the room. So I I hired her to work with me on hypnobirthing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm, you know, I'm into all that, that stuff. So I just want to go into this birth with a clear mind and, um, just very calm. I want my, my energy to be the same as my babies. So, um, try to make it as pleasant as possible. I do have a doctor, um, that I love that I've been seeing since, since day one of my pregnancy and I will be birthing in a hospital, but I mean, I'm going to try as, as natural as possible, but I'm not opposed to medical intervention, like more power to the women who can do it without, but <laughs> I, definitely feel, I definitely feel more comfortable being in a hospital setting and having the option. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's well, good that you know that, you know, like, you know, like, like what works and what doesn't and hypnobirthing is like, no joke. Like that is amazing. You're doing that because whether you end up staying natural or not, that will help your mindset so much that will help your energy levels with baby and you staying in that calm space. I studied hypnobirthing and I felt it really helped me um, when I was natural and, you know, at birth center with Amelia, regardless of how things played out, it really helped me stay natural, you know, for 30 hours and being able to handle everything that was happening. It helped me with Arlie when it came to pushing and when I was struggling at the hospital, like I just think hypnobirthing is so empowering for women with their minds and helping with labor and just keeping you in that like really safe space. Like, so I think that's amazing that you're like going to do that studying with that doula because I think it'll be like incredible for you regardless of how you decide to actually have interventions or not have interventions. I think you'll just like love the clarity it gives you because that's how I felt about hypnobirthing. Yeah. I can't wait to start that. I start that in a few weeks. So. Oh, that's so amazing. Did you, how did you um, decide you were going to do that? So I actually have a, a, one of my best friends that is, is seven weeks behind me. So she's pregnant as well. And we are always, we're always talking about our pregnancy and what we want to do and blah, blah, blah. She wants to do a natural birth. So she's, she started doing all the research. She found this amazing doula, Nina, and she told me about her and I talked to Nina and she's very open-minded to both, you know, at home and in hospital birthing, which, which made me feel good. So I decided to go with her, um, just after doing research too online. Um, I think it's, it's so cool to now just be able to connect with women and, you know, I'm not afraid to ask my friends, like, how did this go? How did this go? And they're like more than willing to tell me about like their birthing experiences or other really helpful information. So it's cool. You become a part of this little mommy club. Yeah. It's it's the (laughs) the best tribe in the world. Honestly, like I tell everyone, like I found the most amazing women I've connected 
on so many different levels. And I think it's because we all share that, you know, we all gave birth and we all went through something extraordinary and wild and crazy and beautiful. And you can all share it because you've all been there in all different ways, no matter how your birth played out, you know? So it's like, it just puts you in this whole new tribe and you do. And I love that you're already feeling that connection because that's how I felt too when I got pregnant. It was just like this immediate, like I can connect with so-and-so and ask them questions and I can value their experience and share. And so that's so cool. And I love that you did, you know, you're already doing research on all that because I think like the more you educate yourself, the more, you know, you just, you have an idea of like, you know, what everything is. Obviously it's going to be a surprise no matter what, but at least you yeah. kind of like help yourself and set yourself up. And I know you're very spiritual. So, you know, I know it's important to you to like have that essentially go into like the birth and everything. So I think hypnobirthing is like, you know, amazing for that. And I really, um, personally for me, I was a huge fan. Um, are there other things? So you said hospital, um, birth, are there other things that you've thought about that like, you know, are important to you or other things that you've researched that like you'd want to share, um, you know, with other women that might be pregnant? Yeah. I mean, I'm doing all of my research, everything from like how to sleep train the baby. Um, because I know when I'm tired, it could really, really affect my mentality. Like I, I've had one mental breakdown, um, during this whole quarantine and it was when I had like little to no sleep. So I don't want to have those kind of feelings when I have my baby here. So, and I realize there's so many reasons that, that women go through like postpartum and stuff, but I, for me, I think the sleep deprivation might really mess with me. So I want to go in as educated as possible. I'm reading, I'm reading baby wise. Cause it was, oh, yeah. yep. It's a great book. And then there's like, obviously what to expect when you're expecting, um, there's all kinds of diet and, and nutrition books that I've been reading on what's the best kind of foods to eat right now for each stage of the pregnancy. Um, I've also like watched documentaries on, you know, everything from natural birth to like vaccines and stuff. Yeah. And Have you watched the business of being born. Yeah. That freaks me out. <laughs> But isn't it so cool to like see like how like yeah. women do it? I mean, I know I freaked out the first time too. I freaked out the first time I watched it. And then I rewatched it again when I was pregnant with Arlie because I felt like I was more in a headspace of like, okay, I've been there and now it's my second time. So I need to like rewatch and I wasn't as freaked yeah. out, but I just thought it was so cool to see like from the beginning before hospitals existed, you know, it's like, it's really, um, it just shows you like, like you said, what goddesses women are. Yeah, it, it was very interesting, and and we're all goddesses, no matter what kind of birth plan I think we have. Yeah, and I think that's what I keep telling myself because, you know, I'm like I said, I'm I, like you said, and I said I, I'm intense. I'm like, I want to go in there, like, yeah, I did this, but you know what, <laughs> I want to do it in the hospital. So. Yeah, there's so, nothing uh, wrong with that. It's whatever's comfortable, you know. I mean, I told you, you know, before we started recording, like. You know, for me, I really thought with Amelia, like I wanted to be as natural as possible because I wanted to feel everything. And, you know, for me, obviously, you know, Amelia had other plans and, you know, just didn't go that way. But, you know, with Arlie, it was like, I knew I wanted to be in a hospital because I wanted to go for my VBAC and thank God got my VBAC. But I knew like I needed something to take the edge off. So I was like, okay, I'll do a walking epidural, but like, I don't want any other drugs because I want to be able to feel the contractions. Like, I think it's just about knowing yourself as much as possible and knowing your body and just letting go and trusting like, what's happening in the process. And I think my advice like to you or anyone else would be like with Amelia, I really fought and I didn't surrender and I really like held on to everything. And I think I like 
forced myself to resist more than I needed to because I just wanted to be so intense and so gun ho Whereas with Arlie, maybe the pandemic did it, like everything with quarantine, but like I was so much more like, I'm just gonna let things happen. I'm gonna like change my mind in the middle and it's okay. And as long as like I'm good and baby's good, like it's all good. Yeah. I think that's the the right mentality to have for sure. Yeah. And I had just I, I had never excuse me. I never heard about um the walking epidural until now. Yeah, Peter has it, so you should ask for it. Yeah, you're the second person that, that told me about it and I and that's probably something that I would consider too, because like you said, you want to feel in control of your body and you want to know what's going on. Um, yeah, so that's well, that was suggested to me through another doula who also had been a nurse at Cedars for like 10 years. Um, and she, Sarah was like, you know, it's a good combo because you're in control essentially of like pushing the button to how much you're going to get. And then when it's gone, it's gone. Whereas like with an epidural, like it's full throttle and like you're basically numb. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like for me with Amelia, I really struggled that I couldn't feel anything. I didn't, didn't know what was going on. So it, I felt like it really was a bad mindset. Whereas with Arlie, I knew like, okay, I can feel these contractions. I know I should push. I know I should move. I know I should rotate my hips, like whatever it was, but I didn't have the like excruciating pain of like, oh my gosh, like I can't, I can't handle the natural anymore. So for me, it was like the perfect world, you know, it took the edge off, but like, I still could feel what was going on. You know what I mean? So it was like, so, so, so it worked. Well, I'm curious, you were saying the nutrition and that you like been researching, um, like what to eat. Is there anything you can share that like you've been eating or what you've learned as far as like what you should be putting in your body during the different stages? Cause I actually didn't know much of that. Yeah. So, um, it's all kinds of yummy like healthy stuff like mangoes i honestly i eat fruit every single day so mangoes one of them um avocados yogurt um blueberries let's see oatmeal there's a lot of different things that benefit the different stages of their growth and um you know their evolution while they're in your belly so yeah yeah it's called it's called the the nut I'll have to grab it later. I, I, I'm having... You have baby brain. <laughs> Pregnancy <laughs> brain. <laughs> it's, oh. a, it's a real thing. It, it doesn't get better. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's just getting worse and worse. Uh, also, like the vaccines thing, I, I know that that's a big thing with uh, in the U.S. And it's, it's a scary thing because, yeah. honestly, if there's any sort of risk, like right now while we're pregnant, the doctor does not recommend it. So why would we ever put our baby in, in jeopardy at all when they're out in the world? Yeah. Uh, so, so as far as vaccines and stuff, I've done my research and I'm just going to wait on that and really space it out and everything I'm going to do to just protect my baby. So yeah, no, I think that's really smart. And I think, you know, again, as the mother, it's your decision and you're their advocate. And I personally felt, you know, the same. And I delayed with um, Amelia and I'll be delaying um, with Arlie as well. And I think, you know, it's a personal decision. I know it's a very hot topic. I know it's a very, um, you know, kind of political, if you will. And people get really, you know, feisty about it. And it's this, it's that. But I think at the end of the day, it's your decision. You're the mother, you're their advocate. And you have to do your own research and decide what is best for, you know, your baby. And I agree with you. Like, I, you know, I feel, I feel the same way. It's like, if you're not going to do it when, you know, you're pregnant and, you know, and this and that, it's like, why would you do it when they're, you know, this big? I read an article the other day, I think I actually posted on my stories that like, 
uh, when a baby gets a vaccine within the first like two months, it's like giving them like a certain amount of mercury that like they're like a human, like ourselves can't even handle. So it's like, why would you, you know, give that to an infant? But, you know, people, you know, everyone, everyone has their opinion. Some people feel that, you know, they're better protected and I get it. Like vaccines are absolutely necessary, but I, I personally don't agree with the stuff that's in vaccines. I think that's where, you know, um, I have a hard time where I'm like, I'm very clean. I try to be very healthy overall. And especially when I was pregnant, I was trying to eat healthy. And, you know, it's like, why would I want to give anything to my baby that's not the healthiest for them, especially when they're so weak and so little. Um, and also too, like, I don't know if you plan on breastfeeding, but for me, like I nursed, you know, Amelia for 22 months and, you know, now I'm nursing Arlie. And like my pediatrician always says to me, the best vaccine to start for a baby, the number one vaccine is your breast milk. Yeah, I definitely plan on um, breastfeeding and doing that whole thing. I'm excited for that part. I hear it's amazing. It is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> except, for the first. It's easy, except for the first beginning. Yeah, the first. And you know what? Your baby might latch right from the beginning. Like everyone, again, everyone's different. You know, with Amelia, because of my C-section, she, you know, and my milk didn't drop right away. So she struggled because she didn't really understand that she was supposed to, you know, nurse. And so she didn't latch right away. So we really struggled, you know, and I had postpartum depression. So like for me, there was a lot with that with Amelia. So we had trouble the first month or two, but then when we finally got it, it was beautiful and it was magical. With Arlie, thank God, you know, I pushed her out and she latched from the minute they put her on my chest and we've been rolling since, you know, so um, girls no nursing around the clock, like literally, like I literally nursed her right before I jumped on with you because I'll jump off and nurse her. Like, it's like, she's like, where's my, where's my milk? Where's my milk? You know, but it's good. She's healthy and thriving, but yeah, you know, it's like, I think it's just up to the mom and you know, like what, you know, what's important. I think what, what's amazing about you is that you're already doing the research and, you know, advocating for your baby and for yourself. I think that's like one of my biggest things as a mom and I've tried to share with my mom community and here on this podcast is like, just do your research and advocate for yourself and know that you are your biggest advocate and that you are, you know, are empowered, you are in control and, you know, you should make those decisions and not just leave it up to the system or a doctor or who's telling you, like, take all that information, but realize like you are the decision maker. Yes. 100%. That. You know, and like, and, and know your birth. And because we heard your fur babies, how do you think the, the pups are going to be with the new babe? I mean, I don't know. You know Bentley. He's a little <laughs> bit jealous already of my other dogs. So I know Enzo will be nice and sweet, but Bentley I'm a little worried about. But I, I, I already told him, I'm like, you ever snap at my baby, you're, go- you're going to the pound. <laughs> no, um, he'll probably, no. I, I, I don't see him being uh, too he's jealous. No, he's still a sweet not, dog. Not aggressive. De- definitely jealous for sure, but not yeah. aggressive. He'll yeah. have to deal with it. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll adjust like, you know, like, like in any, like anything else, you know, our dog, Oscar had to adjust. Our cats were not happy when we had Amelia, they were peeing and pooping all over the freaking house. And we were like, oh my <laughs> God, you gotta be kidding me. They were just like, oh, frick you. What's this thing in the house? You know, so it was funny. Yeah. But then with Arlie, they were fine. You know, they were like, oh, okay. Another one of these things. We know what this is, you know, so, <laughs> you know. But no, I'm, I'm so, I'm so, so excited for you and like this next chapter and I'm excited for when like IRL, I can actually see you and congratulate you and, you know, hopefully when the world gets a little less, uh, you know, uh, crazy and everything, but I really do think, you know, I understand obviously because I was pregnant during, you know, the quarantine and pandemic too. And I think you should give yourself a lot of credit and like any moms that are pregnant during this time, because it's a really hard and weird time to be pregnant, especially as 
a first time mom because you don't know really anything or what to expect. And then so much shifted on you because of the world. Like I was gonna ask you, like, have your appointments or anything been different or anything? Like, have your experiences been changed because of what's going on? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a, a big part of my pregnancy that kind of makes me sad because um, I feel like I haven't had as many like ultrasounds and stuff like that that you would normally. Um, I, I know my cousin is pregnant in Vegas and things are a lot different there. So she's like at the doctor every other you know week getting an ultrasound. And I'm like, I don't want another ultrasound um, and stuff like that. I've done a few telemeds um, appointments where I have to see my doctor like on the computer. So it's um, unless it's like necessary where she has to, you know, see me physically, I'll do the telemed. But I'm just trying again to st stay positive about everything. Um, baby shower wise, I really, really hope that I'm going to be able to have a baby shower. Like I've always dreamt of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big, like, I love to decorate. Like, I love to do that whole thing. So hopefully everything pans out and. I can have a little baby shower. Um, yeah, think, fingers crossed. I mean, you have a little more time, so hopefully if the world gets a little, you know, or you could do a socially distanced one or, you know, so I've seen a lot of moms do like virtual and socially distanced. And, yeah. You know, I mean, you'll do something special one way or another, but I, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely a weird time. I mean, I canceled, uh, like I hadn't even started inviting people yet and I canceled my my baby shower altogether because I had already, of course, had one you know, with Amelia. So I felt blessed that I had had all that with her in the first, but I was like, you know what? It was too crazy at that time with everything with Arlie and I knew nothing was going to change. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to like forgo this and, you know, and let it go. But I think for first time moms, it's like, you want all those firsts and those experiences like for, um, maternity photos. Have you done anything at home or have you like, um, you know, done any like maternity clothing or are you not, or are you not that bummed out yet? Um, I definitely started maternity clothes shopping. Um, I, it's so much fun trying to dress up. Um, I just started bumping out. So, um, so I'm having fun with it. As far as maternity pictures, my man is a photographer, so he's, That's he's actually, yeah, he's actually the one that took our maternity photos for the announcement and, um, he's we've kind of been doing like staycations different places that are like driving distance from us because we're we're both big on traveling so we're like going crazy just sitting at home so we've been to like joshua tree and like the redwoods and like different places around nearby like driving wise and he's taken pictures of me everywhere we've gone so i can't wait to post those pictures finally and like be like oh it's so exciting yeah, yeah. yeah. i totally forgot he's a super talented photographer so that's that's amazing because you have that built in <laughs> yeah it's just use him all the time <laughs> there you go. i love it yeah i mean hey you used to always joke that you wanted someone to follow you around now you have now you have your man and your love who gets to do it that's awesome he's amazing i love him oh that's so awesome well I, I know um, I just could go soon. Is there anything else that you would want to share about your pregnancy or like, you know, with the news coming or, you know, anything else that you'd want to, you know, leave my audience with? Um, I just wanted to say to all the mamas to be just to, you know, stay positive, embrace each moment of your pregnancy and know that kind of we're all going through the same 
together through this pandemic. And as far as like anyone who's listening, that's my fans. Like, thank you guys for the love and support, like, and, and just following me on this next journey. Um, I really appreciate it. (laughs) And uh, to, uh, hope to see you soon. And as far as girlfriend box goes, I'm really hoping that this, this takes off and, and everybody loves it because it's, it's a really great concept and the items are amazing. So I know every girl that gets it is going to love it. So. Yeah. So go and support it. Cause she's, you know, going to be a, a new mama has a mouth to feed and <laughs> an entrepreneur working hard and hustling in quarantine. So definitely check out the girlfriend box. Um, is there anything you would say Ariani, like since you are spiritual and you are big on meditation and things like, is there any recommendations or any advice, especially for pregnant mamas right now or new moms that you would say that they should listen to, or they could do at home in quarantine that might help them? Yes. So I've been playing with different meditations. So I follow Master Co. Um, and he's amazing. He's all about energetic shifting. Um, and he talks you through the meditation. So if you're like a beginner to meditation, this is, I feel like this is an easier way to, um, to get into the meditation. Cause it's all about like getting out of your mind. Right. And just like letting go. Um, and, and, and I really love his meditations, especially now through the, these, these times he's, he's healing the world and he's promoting peace. Um, and, and, and I really love him. So also meditative minds, which is on YouTube, it's different, uh, vibrational frequencies. So it's just like these amazing sounds. Oh yeah. You can play those. It just, what I do is I set my timer for like 15 minutes in the morning and you have to train your mind to do this right before you like go on your emails or go on your texts because you know if if you're waking up to emails and texts like that's the first thing you see it's kind of gonna mess up your whole day so i go on to youtube look up meditative minds and pick whatever kind of they they work with chakras Mm -hmm. and i choose which one that i want to do for the day so today i did a heart opening chakra which was really beautiful. Um, and I listened to that for 15 minutes, kind of let myself just, uh, let loose, sit up in my meditation position and just get lost for 15 minutes. And it just changes my whole day. It, the, the, the vibe of the whole day is like love and openness and being able to talk about things. So, um, that's a great one too. So I love that. Yeah. And I love that you tap into the chakras because I think that's like like you said, so important. And and I love that you also mentioned like not looking at your emails and texts. I think when I finally made that shift for myself and stopped staring at a screen the minute I woke up and like protected my morning and like got up out of bed, meditated, washed my face and like did things for me, I immediately felt the shift of like, oh my gosh, I have such a better start to my day. Yeah. I think what you said about like protecting your, your mornings, like it is okay to say, I'm not going to take this call at this time. Like I can take this call at blah, blah, blah. Like my mornings consist of now meditating, having my yogurt with blueberries and whatever I need for the baby, having my coffee and then getting to all of the rest of the stuff. Cause you know, you have to make time for yourself and, and, and not let yourself be swamped with, with everything from the world. So, 
um, I've been doing that and it just really helped uh, my positivity and everything through this pregnancy. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's such a great message. And when you were talking about blueberries and yogurt, have you had any weird cravings? I forgot to ask you that. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I I wouldn't say weird, but I, I've been kind of vegetarian, vegan-ish for a while. I eat fish like every now and then, but I've wanted um, In-N-Out. <laughs> so <laughs> I've, yeah, I've allowed myself to have In-N-Out at least once a week if I want it. Um, but I'm full on eating the meat burgers. And uh, yeah, so I think my body is craving meat, which is interesting. Yeah. And protein's good for the baby. So it makes sense. I craved in and out with Amelia too. That's funny. <laughs> it's so good. Like, how can you not? <laughs> right. I know you're like, Oh, it's, it, it's so good. And you can still get it. So it's like, why, well, you know, like, why not? So, okay. So that's been like your, your, your main thing is like protein and meat. Yeah. I, I allow myself to have like one cheat meal. No, not one cheat meal. I mean like one, one or two days of cheat meals. Like I, this weekend I had, um, I had In-N-Out and then I had pizza. So, but yeah. the rest of the week I'm completely like on salads and eggs and, you know, so it's, it's a balance. Um, trying to give the baby as quality food as possible. Of course. But of course you got to treat yourself too. Has the baby not liked anything? Has there anything been anything you've ate that like the baby's like, Oh no, go mama. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm big on spicy food. Like I love spicy food. Um, and I haven't been able to eat spicy. Like, the baby freaks out. And <laughs> I, I uh, tried to eat Thai, the, the spicy um, papaya salad. I tried that three times and all three times it was like, it was the worst. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like very painful. So I was like, okay, I give up. I'm not going to do spicy food while the baby's growing. Right. Maybe after. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you have to. Yeah, I guess you'll find out when you're breastfeeding if the babe lets you, uh, you know, like let, lets you uh, have it, or if it's like, oh no, and still like getting upset when they're here earthside. Like it's so interesting how some things they continue, and then some things that like only bothers them in the womb, and then it's gone. Like it's 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 so wild. How does that work with um, when you're breastfeeding? So like every baby's different, but like, for example, Amelia, like did not do well when I would eat like a bagel with cream cheese. And that was a huge craving of mine when I was breastfeeding. Cause you get ravenous. You're like super hungry because you're feeding them and feeding you. And so she would just have like the most gross explosive poop. She would be so gassy. She would get like, so like fussy. And then as soon as I stopped eating it, her fussiness went away. So I was like, well, damn it. I guess I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna eat my bagel with cream cheese. Like, and I stopped for a while while she was growing as like a tiny little newborn. And then and if she got older, like she adjusted and she was fine. But in the beginning, you know, it's like they're only getting your milk. So they're literally getting, you know, whatever you're eating. Like, okay, perfect example, TMI. But the other night I had like Justin's family, like beans and chicken and all this stuff. And I was like shoving the beans down my throat and like totally forgetting about breastfeeding. And like the next two days, Arlie's poops were, oh my God, like <laughs> so gross, so bad. And there was like this one poop explosion. Oh my God. I was telling Justin, I was like, Justin, I've never seen anything like this. Like her poop <laughs> went flying up her face, behind her ears, in her hair, like on me, on the bed, like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is what I have to look forward to. <laughs> totally what you have to look forward to. So it was just like, oh my gosh. So I'm like, okay, let me lay off on the beans, you know? So it's like, yeah. you, don't, you don't really know until trial and error. But I'll tell you what, man, those little babes inside of us, they like tell us their personality from the get-go. Like, do you feel like 
you kind of already know a little bit about your baby from just like feeling different things? Yeah, I think my baby's going to be super active um, for sure. I just, uh, and calm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with my with my vibrations and my frequencies that I play um but yeah I'm excited no I'm so excited for you that's so that's so amazing well I try to always end my shows I forget half the time because of baby brain but I try to always end my shows with I always ask my guests um what is your let's see if I can remember this now your um your rose and your thorn um, right now um, in your life. Oh, that's what it is. Your rose, your bud, and your thorn. So your rose is like what's kind of, you know, blooming, like, you know, like the the highest, the bud is obviously what's blooming and happening, and the thorn, I don't want to say negative, but something that's obviously not on the up and up. Like what, what would you say each of those are for you right now? It doesn't have to necessarily be in the pregnancy. It could be from quarantine, whatever, whatever you know, resonates with you. Okay, so my rose is my highest being yeah okay so I think rose is just the challenges mentally and staying calm during these times um you know through the pregnancy and just regularly because we're all going through different emotions so that's been great the the rose the bud the thorn the bud obviously is my growing baby yeah and the thorn, I don't know what that is. Well, it would just be like, I guess it would basically be like you just said, like what you're maybe, you know, have had been struggling with in the pregnancy during a pandemic and how you've had to, you know, work through that and work through your negative thoughts. Like, you know, I don't like to use the word negative or, you know, but but thorn essentially, you know, it doesn't feel good when you get, you know, pricked with a thorn. So. Oh, the thorn. the thorn has been everything from from the hate and the violence and all of the negativity of the world um plus on top of that the virus that's also instilling all these fears and 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 uncertainties in the world just to stay positive through that all um it's been it's been a challenge you know for everyone um but at the end like you see a beautiful rose and that's that's what life is right Um, yeah yeah. And for you, that's your baby and your, your pregnancy and the birth that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, 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 and that's amazing. Well, congratulations. I'm beyond so excited for you. And I know everyone like of your fans and everyone's going to be so excited for you too. And you're only going to build, you know, a bigger tribe and bigger following who's going to want to follow this journey and be inspired by you, especially so many women. So tell everyone, not that nobody knows where to find you, but tell us where we can follow you and check out everything. And of course, um, you know, plug all your stuff. All right. Well, you can check out Girlfriend Box at girlfriendbox.com. You can check me out at, Ari- at Ariani Celeste um, on Twitter at Ariani Celeste, Facebook, The Real Ariani Celeste. And yeah, just hope you guys all stay positive during these times and spread love. <laughs> yes, it's such a great message. Until next time, guys. Cheers. Bye.